What the Four Corners Programme suggested was not that you were evading tax at all, that would have been libelous, but that you were minimising tax. There's nothing wrong with minimising tax. I don't know anybody who doesn't minimise their tax. And that you were doing so in, in ways that were, that were contrary to the spirit of the law. Oh. Well, I just got through telling you what I thought about that. And what you're saying is exactly what the Four Corners Programme says. I am not evading tax in any way, shape or form. Now, of course I am minimising my tax, and if anybody in this country doesn't minimise their tax, they want their heads red. That was Kerry Packer in his now famous 1991 parliamentary uh, inquiry appearance into corporate tax evasion that uh, that he he stated that he appears reluctantly. So what were, what were, what were the words there? <laughs> they, 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 I think they said, what's what's your name and in what capacity do you appear before this inquiry? And he said, my name's Kerry Bullmore Packer and I appear reluctantly before this inquiry. So. Look, love him, I hate him. It was a fantastic speech. It's like one of my all-time favourites. Geez, he gave the parliamentary inquiry a spray and, and right, rightfully well, so. Well, so. The response that he, he was making there was, and that's the, the interesting point you make there it was an inquiry into tax evasion and, yeah. and this is probably the the two clear buckets and this is the point that he arced up about was that there, there's an the inquiry is about tax evasion which is evading tax yeah. that you are legally required yeah. to pay and his argument and which obviously he says much better than, than me which is that he's, he's not evading tax at all he he was following the rules he's following the tax law um he he's he's minimizing his tax as as he sort of says we all should so, Labor's John Langmore, what we didn't play in that clip because we didn't want it to go for too long, um, tried to question Packer and why his company pays only 10 cents in the dollar in tax. Now, I remember this as a boy and I, and I thought it was 4%. I thought it was 4 cents in the dollar yeah. um, uh, Packer's companies had paid in tax. Um, his point that he makes, and, and and I firmly believe in this point, is that is that the rules are the rules. Yes. And... Um, if I can structure things where I only pay 4% tax, some of that's through employing more people, some of, th some of that's through grants, yeah. some of th that's through research and development often. Um, yeah, the, the rules that are created, if that, if that comes down to where you can legally pay the least amount of tax, um, of course you're not going to volunteer anymore. And in the, in the famous quote, he said, uh, if anybody in this country doesn't minimise their tax, they want their head read because... As a government, I can tell you, you're not spending it that well that we should be donating more. So, um, like, like, and, it, and, it's, and it's, it's true. I mean, I don't think any government all around the world spends taxes the way that they should be because it's not their money. Yeah, um, by its nature, there's, a, there's an issue that we see, we see all the time. It's spending someone else's money. It's, mm. it's the equivalent of... You, know, you you have someone who works for a, a, a massive company that, and they're spending money on the corporate credit card. They're not going to be as careful around that as, as what they would no. be with, with their own money in their bank account. So I, I think the – and obviously the, the point of this podcast is not to say we should all be like Kerry Packer no, or that no. we are all in that financial position. But I think that there's an interesting point that, that you touch on here, which is that one of the big part of, of our strategies that we look at with people is about – how to minimise their tax, and so Absolutely. most most people immediately go, yes, I, that's that's what I want. I want to minimise my tax. I don't want to pay any more than I have to. And there, I think there are still some people who are sort of um, feel a bit unsure about that, as mm. in, and they kind of go, well, if I'm minimising tax, is that either 
A, legally wrong, or B, morally, morally wrong. wrong. And so I guess my, my argument there, twofold for that, is that, number one, it can't be legally wrong. As long as you're not, if, if, you, if you are not following the law, then you are evading tax and that is actually a crime and That's that right. is a separate issue. But there are all sorts of regulations and, and rules and laws in place that set the... That set those rules for how much tax you have to pay, and the key there, I think, is that with with the legal side of it, is that to bear in mind that there's a reason why those laws exist, mm-hmm. and and the one of the, one of the things that I talk about with people is that is that if you look at why those laws exist, it's to incentivize certain behaviour, and so a good example of that is when we talk about this with people of you know concessional contributions to super. Why can I put money into super and I only get taxed at 15% versus if I don't put it into super, I pay 39% tax on yep. it? And they kind of feel like, and, and to some degree, you are getting one up on, on the ATO, but what's actually happening there is that the Australian government wants you to be a self-funded retiree. And so it, it is setting the rules to incentivize you to save for your retirement. Well, I had this very discussion with some new clients that, that agreed to go ahead yeah. with us yesterday. Um, their early 50s, they have $1.4 million in superannuation mm. and um, we're going to get them over the next seven years to $2.8 million. Yeah. Uh, we talked about how we could actually fit them both in under the, yeah, the, the pension transfer balances. Yeah. So, so as a couple, yeah. let's, I mean, let's go back to that. If you're retiring today as a couple, you can have up to $3.4 million together mm. in superannuation that you can move into a 0% taxed environment. Um, what I said to them was that, that look, we're always subject to legislation changes here and, then, and, and it's potentially potentially at any stage, at any budget, the federal budget's coming up, uh, uh, we, could, we could have a, a legislation change that says, okay, well, there's going to be a rate of tax applied on that once you're in retirement now. I said to them, I, I think they'll leave you alone and and this is true of people in that in that category, um, because you're effectively in the middle here. Um, you, you have too much where you'll never Get be a pension. burden on the aged pension yep. ever, unless yep. you really really mismanage your money. Yeah. Um, however, you don't have so much. Yeah. You don't have so much that you're going to die that, with fifty million dollars. That, that the government. That's right. So, yeah. what the government the, the government doesn't know what it wants because yeah. it's a collection of individuals. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. But but what I think uh, the theme is yes is that they want to tax people above that three point four million dollar net yeah. asset yeah. threshold. Yes. And a lot of those people. Yeah. If you get to three point four million dollars, you're getting to ten, and then you're getting to twenty. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're you're, nat- you're well above that the, figure. The nature of compounding is that it's, <laughs> it's harder to actually spend five percent of of ten million dollars than it is to spend five percent yeah. of three million dollars. So, so, so the government wants to tax those people. Let's assume. Yeah. We don't know what the government wants, but let's yeah. assume they want to tax those people. Yeah. Um, they want to leave the people in the middle there alone. Yeah. So, yeah. so we spoke. And, and I this guess is, this is again, uh, I think, a point that it's not because, and again, there is no such thing as the government, the collection of individuals. It's not because there's any. It's not because they. It's not because any one individual feels like, oh, it's no. it's mean to tax. It's it's just from a pure cost benefit analysis. They look at it and go, if if I can incentivize you to get to three million dollars in retirement savings, you yeah. you will continue to be able to draw on your own retirement savings. You will never be a, a drawing anything from the Centrelink system. Yep. There'll be no no cost to the government for your retirement forever. Yep. So we want to incentivize you to get there, and we don't want to tax you too much because all we're going to do then is if we tax you too much, then 
we're going yeah. to disincentivize other people to get to that point and then we're going to draw down your retirement savings and then you are going to have to we're going to yep. have to pay you suddenly so that's that's i think the point is like when you look at it that way all those incentives it's not it's not because of any um you know it's not, not no one's sitting there. Even though you, yeah, you'll see this in in the run up to the election of people talking about <laughs> the moral side of this is why this, this tax exists. And I think that's a, an interesting one where people However, feel like taxes are a thing where a government, the the government as a person is going, you should get taxes. Look, I, like I have a comment on the moral the moral side of things. Yeah. Um, the moral side of things, uh, you always reserve the right to tax yourself. Well, and what I mean by that, yeah. is that. Is that if you think morally you should be paying ten percent tax, yeah. let's say for argument's sake, but legally you're in the situation no where you have a great finance advisor that's put you in a zero percent tax, you could tax yourself ten percent yes. and actually give that to your favourite charity or yes. charities. Yes. So you can you could you can you can tax yourself yes. from a moralistic point of view. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're a member of a church, you can you, you, yeah. you may be paying already. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you, you could you could you could look at a worthy charity or charities yep. and and say that you could tax yourself you could do that at the end yeah. as well you could all you could always say okay yeah. um yeah my kids are no, don't need any money because they're yeah as, as yeah, by the time our, our recent podcast about this where <laughs> by the time I, I plan to pass away they'll be 65 anyway yeah uh, so yeah, they should be right so, so, so they should be right so um yeah you could do it all at the end where you leave uh, you bequest your estate to charity. Um, look, there's many, many different ways that you can do that. You, what you're doing by by harnessing, legally harnessing a zero percent tax rate, yeah. is you're building up energy that will be deployed at some stage, yeah. somewhere else. So if you, you can have, from a moralistic point of view, you can have, you can, you can, you can really have some deep considerations about what you think you should be doing with that money yeah. uh, or that energy yeah. that's building up in the future. And um, there, there's any number of uh, – I think everyone would probably agree to some extent the government doesn't deploy taxes the be- as best they should. No. no. So, there's some so, – so, again, if you, if, you, if you choose moralistically to yeah. tax yourself and say, yeah. okay, well, I'm paying 0% tax yeah. – I'm going to set aside ten percent for yep. my favourite charity or, or, or this or that. What you're really doing is deploying the money in a better way than the collection of individuals yep. that come together that we call the government yep. is actually doing that. Yeah, that's. I couldn't agree more on both both fronts there. And so that's, I think, from a moral point of view, that's there's a com- that is exactly the way I think it is. There are two completely separate issues here, which is the taxation system, and then there is. Um, you know what do I owe the rest of society as mm. a as a as a person who has uh, been born in lucky enough to be born able bodied of able mind in Australia, mm. um, you know, and lucky enough to be interested in and and the best financial planner in Australia, which is an industry that you know you you I will in the future get paid reasonably well for my skills and my attributes. There's a fair component of luck there, and so I can understand mm. that the moral thing of there are many people who just weren't lucky enough to be born in this place in this time with these attributes, with mm. with the you know of able body and mind. To, you know what responsibility do I have to them morally and yep. you know as a as a member of the the human race? To me, that's a completely separate issue to to the taxation system, which is that mm. and and I agree in that way that that is something that I think that we 
and we've talked about this before, as a country, we don't give that much thought. Mm. We really don't think much about, okay, well, when I, you know, the spare money that I have, what should I be doing with that? Should I be donating that to worthy causes? Should I be trying to use my time, money, energy to make the world a better place? I think that um, we probably don't do enough of that. But by the same token, sometimes I think the reason we don't do that is because we go, oh, the, the bloody government taxes me too much anyway mm. and it's their job. And I kind of get it's, it's a bit of a cop out because the same people that will whinge about the government, you know, not spending their money in a way that they would like to won't get motivated to go and set in place a, a financial strategy that's going to minimise their lifetime tax bill and it's going to allow them to build up substantial retirement savings and, and allow them to actually use that in a way that they do that they do believe is going to be used best for society. So. Absolutely. And if you're a new listener to the podcast, or just as a refresher, um, leading up to retirement, what Dallas is talking about there is that a lot of people aren't actually even taking advantage of the money they can put into superannuation. Yeah as a tax deductible or concessional yeah. contribution, yeah. which for a lot of people cuts their taxation rate down from 39% to 15% yeah. on the way in. Um, and it's going into an environment that generally when they're age 60 and over, they'll be able to actually um, convert into a 0% taxed income stream. So yeah. tax deduction on the way in, cutting down tax from your marginal rates of tax for a lot of people, that's 39% and yeah. a 15%. Yeah. Uh, and then and then zero percent tax in the way. So there's a lot of people that aren't even utilising that. And if you're new to the podcast, yep. um, you'll you'll hear many podcasts uh, where we dive into that, of course, um, because that's the 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 cornerstone building block of mm. of uh, a good retirement plan. That's I think the a, a great point there as well is that probably for, to articulate a bit more what I mean there is that I I think that. A part of the, the the moral the moral implication of minimising your taxes is that you kind of there's two phrases that come to mind there. There's number one, which is better better to be looking looking at it than looking for it. So hmm. I would rather minimise my tax and then get to retirement and go, oh well, I've actually got a bit more money than what I needed. Hmm. Given that we don't know what's going to happen with investment markets, we don't know what's going to happen with tax legislation. We don't know what's going to happen in our personal life. We don't know what's going to happen with our ability to earn an income. Mm. We don't know what's going to happen with our family and their health and all those sorts of things. I would rather have more money than what I need and get to the point where I'm either at retirement or I'm, you know, on, on my deathbed. I've got more money than what I need and I then have that choice to make of, okay, well, I've got more than what I needed. Where do I deploy that? It's going to do the yep. most good rather than get to that point, realize that I don't have enough and then I'm either a burden on someone else or, you know, trying to trying to get mm. – I've taken care of the government by paying more taxes than probably what I needed to for the last 30 years and mm. then I'm trying to have a debate with them about how much they should pay me an age pension. Mm. I'm not going to win that debate. So no. that's the, the first – you know, the, the thing that I'd say there is, you know, that that's really the way I think it is. It's, it's better to be looking at it than, than looking for it and, and then the separate issue then of what do you feel is your moral responsibility. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 financial advisors. For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon.